Welcome to To The Point Cybersecurity Podcast. Each week, join Eric Trexler and Rachel Lyon to explore the latest in global cybersecurity news, trending topics, and industry transformation initiatives impacting governments, enterprises, and our way of life. Now, let's get to the point. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of To The Point Podcast. I'm Rachel Lyon, here as ever with my co-host, Eric Trexler. Eric, what say you today, my friend? Rachel, you seem very happy and relaxed today. You're smiling like crazy here. I love it. I'm in a new space. I got a, I got a window and I'm looking out at peacocks right now. It's kind of amazing. Unfortunately, you're <laughs> not in San Diego with palm trees. But, uh, no. Anyway. So I was, no. I was listening to the Facebook podcast with, with Shira over the weekend as I was running, and it was fascinating. And then I get the Wall Street Journal report on Facebook where they're aware of crime and they're not dealing with that. And I, I kept thinking about our conversation about yes. when to, and how to judge. So anyway, with that, yes. who do we have today? It's going to be a great discussion. I'm so excited. I mean, and I'm always in awe of just the the amazing accomplished people that we have the opportunity to speak with on the podcast. Joining us today is Combiz uh, Abdul Rahimi. He's a national security lawyer, emerging technology and innovation leader at Deloitte. Uh, he's a former financial regulator and policymaker, a cyber and tech citizen diplomat, and has served across government at the U.S. Departments of State, Treasury, Commerce, the White House, and the U.S. Senate. Um, welcome to the podcast, Combiz. Breathe, Thank Rachel. you. Thank you for having me. I know. Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> so excited. So we're going to talk a little cybersecurity today. Nice. Looking forward to it. So where would you like to start, Eric? I mean, I, I think, um, you know, one of the really, really hot topics right now and and one that I'm really fascinated about is, how, you know, how do we protect, uh, you, you know, critical infrastructure, particularly in the U.S. And, you know, reading some interesting articles, too, about, you know, I, I don't know if you consider like food sources or supply chain critical infrastructure, but you're starting to see a lot of you know, kind of uh, ransomware attacks of of those kind of operators as well. And, you know, I, I would really be interested in your perspective, Combis, because you've, you've kind of had a frontline seat of policy and, and regulation and in your various roles. And, you know, how do you see the threat landscape, you know, changing and, and yeah. you know, kind of what additional measures can we start taking to ensure the security of our nation's most vital resource? Yeah, no, that that's an excellent question. I mean, you know, I think, we all have sort of seen and we've experienced sort of all these cyber attacks, right? And it's, it's nothing new. I think just the, the number of cyber attacks, especially on our critical infrastructure, have just been growing like exponentially, right? I mean, it's not like as if, you know, it's, it's, if, if not every day, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's often, right? So we, you know, you, you don't have to look that far back to see, you know, solar winds or, you know, looking at sort of, you know, JBS, right? It was that global, you know, meatpacking giant that, you know, a few months ago yes. showed that, you know, our, our food system is, is vulnerable also, right, to digital threats. And, you know, especially as, as we have more, more automation, more technology, more, and more, you know, more internet, more connectivity, um, right. you know, having playing sort of a, a bigger part in our food supply chain. Um, you know, of course, there was, you know, Colonial Pipeline as well. I mean, we never thought, I mean, I think maybe a year ago, you know, we never thought that some, some, you know, cyber attack could essentially, uh, force, you know, uh, the, the, probably the, I think it's the largest what, supplier of, of gasoline on the East Coast and, and, and force that offline. Um, yes. you know, had it been, uh, um, we should have you know, thought had about it. Gone, it. Yeah. We should have thought I mean, about it. I mean, these, these, I agree. I mean, yeah. I would argue some people yeah. thought about it. We didn't do anything, I think is. No. Maybe. 
I mean, I think, you know, again, I think these systems were, were built, if, you know, if we're talking about sort of, you know, uh, power, energy, the electric grid, I mean, these systems were built, you know, many years ago without sort of contemplating the need for a cyber defensive posture, right? So it was not as if they were, they were uh, designed with cybersecurity in mind. And that has changed, right? Now, now systems are being more, as you know, as I said before, they're being more automated. They're they're leveraging technology, innovation. They're being plugged into the internet so that you know teams could have remote access into 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 those systems. Um, so, for want of convenience, for want of connectivity, it also has led to greater you know cyber cyber attacks, cyber intrusions, cyber incidents. Um, so we do, I think, need to, um, you know, be much more proactive than I think we have been, um, is, is what I would, I would, I would say. And I, and again, these cyber attacks show that, uh, on our critical infrastructure show that, that really no industry is off limits, right? So all of these industries that kind of make up our critical infrastructure, uh, you know, food, gas, energy, uh, utilities, uh, you know, chemicals, uh, you know, transportation, et cetera, financial, you know, um, just show that, uh, really nothing is off, nothing is off limits. And, and, you, and we have to be, we have to think, um, you know, uh, we have to think, I don't know, we have to think like them, but, um, you know, it's like as these cyber attacks and cyber incidents are, and the sophistication that we're seeing and the technologies that they're employing are evolving. I think our responses, our strategies, our approaches need to evolve as yeah. well. We can't be thinking in sort of like the 20th century with 21st century it's, uh, cyber attacks, right? You know, as you say that, I'm thinking about the rolling, um, not the credits, but the uh, prelude, I guess, to Star Wars, right? In a galaxy far, far away. Mm. <laughs> and I'm thinking about that, like, wait a minute here. It's almost 80 years. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Right. We've got to think differently about the problem because everybody is susceptible yeah. to attack. Everybody yeah. is out yeah. there yeah. Um, and has to change. And the industry, the critical in infrastructure sector across the globe clearly isn't evolving fast enough. And what I've observed yeah. at least is, or, or what we observe is it, it does evolve quickly when it's connecting things to the internet, right? Because ease right. of use, convenience, but protecting yeah. from the internet is something that has not evolved. Exactly. Yes. I mean, we weren't, we weren't thinking that, you know, cyber, cyber attacks could, you know, harm public safety, right? And, uh, could they, you know, do, at some point de derail trains? Could they, you know, lead to sort of releasing, you know, chemicals, uh, contaminating the water supply, uh, shutting down the grid, you know, and these things, uh, maybe not the sort of derailment of trains or this other stuff, but, you know, definitely the shutting down of the power grid or, you know, has, has happened in, in other countries like, you know, Ukraine and, um, when was that in like 2015 or something, but mm -hmm. you know, these, these, I think um, 15 and I think uh, what I was saying, 15, 17, and 18 for not pet. Yeah. And we saw the meteor yeah. express, which we covered on this show, Rachel, right? That's right. The meteor, Iranian express, train, the, the Iranian train station or train system, mm -hmm. I should say. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Causing delays. Yeah. 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 But, but that's, I mean, it's an interesting point too, right? It's, you know, there are all these worst case scenarios and, you know, we, we, we haven't necessarily hit them yet, right? I mean, it's the toe in the water. It's like the the Florida water treatment plant employee who saw someone kind of yeah. taking over his desktop. He's like, huh, I think yeah. I'm going to stop that. You know, so we have all these near misses. Uh, was that the one with like, was that the, sorry, was that the one with the, the, the lie that he was yes. trying or something yep. he was trying to, insane, yep. yeah. 
Yeah. Yes. I mean, it was old. It was outdated. It was outdated. Like, you know, I would say infrastructure. I mean, just, just update your freaking, you know, operating system. Right. You know, just kind of get with the times. (laughs) It's not, it's not that difficult. Some of this stuff, I just, it's just mind blowing at how, you know, companies or organizations, they have those resources, those capabilities, but they're not, they're not, they're not thinking, they're not, they're not thinking with sort of cybersecurity in mind. I I feel like it's almost similar to people who build a house right on the beach where you know you're in a hurricane zone, you know you're in a flood zone, you do it anyway, because that enjoyment or that capability is there. And I don't know, maybe you have flood insurance, maybe you just like a new house every 20 years, maybe you don't think about it, but I almost equate, in in the case of ransomware protection, eh, it's not going to happen to me. Oh, it's not a big deal. And then boom, you've got to evacuate. The big storm comes in and you, and you sustain massive damage, hopefully no loss of life or anything. But all of a sudden it's very personal. Colonial pipeline, very personal. Very personal. Meat packing, very personal. You shut someone's water off or contaminate water, very personal. Otherwise, if it's not impacting me, we don't do a whole lot. We don't do it with disinformation, mm. misinformation. We don't do it around ransomware. And, and I'm not saying it's easy, but there are basic steps. There are things you can do. There are risk management frameworks out there. there I mean, there, there's a lot that you could look at that I think the average American company does not prioritize. Different sectors more than others. Right. But- yeah, I mean, I, mean it, I think it comes down. I, yeah, I think it comes down to also resources and, and capability and teams. You know, do they have the cybersecurity awareness, knowledge, information that will help sort of them? You know, identify. Yeah, these are these are say the critical assets that we that our company has. Um, these are the vulnerabilities. Like doing some sort of like baseline assessment of these are the uh, these are the problems that we could foresee with with the potential say cyber incident. So this is why we need to be proactive we need to have you know apply those frameworks we need to uh you know if if we're in an industry that has standards you know a lot of these industries a lot of the critical infrastructure sectors you know whether it's uh you know dams healthcare uh maybe less so with healthcare i would assume that there would be some some minimum or maybe maybe i'm not uh too up to date on this or like you know yeah. wastewater systems say they may not have those mandatory cyber standards right so there's i mean i think in the, in the food example, um, you know, and, and agricultural businesses, right. They, uh, I don't think there's any sort of cybersecurity rules that govern that. So there's, there's very little sort of, I guess, federal oversight, not to say that that's something, you know, or we need more of, well, I mean, I, I'm kind of in the opinion that we kind of do. It's a critical uh, infrastructure, a lot of these, infrastructure yeah. sector. Right. Cause if right. someone it's one of the you 16. guidance. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's one of the 16. I think they should. Absolutely. Um, and I think, I think again, with, with, uh, with, with like, as you were saying before, like just, um, there's just, just basic kind of cyber hygiene that I think companies ought to, to be aware of. And especially if they're in the critical infrastructure, you know, sector, uh, to, to, to practice and, and be ahead of and, and, and again, apply those software patches, apply those, you know, uh, whatever updates, um, that, that come on your system. Uh, you know, don't, if you're going to sort of allow, for, uh, you know, say like you're using some sort of, you know, proprietary, you know, software that is, is provided by sort of a third party, like just do some due diligence on kind of what that software is and, and what permissions you give it. I think maybe at some point in the conversation, we'll talk about zero trust. Um, you know, I, I, I don't really like the word zero trust. But I think of like sort of 
uh, never trust, but always verify, mm-hmm. yeah. um, would be sort of a yeah. stronger, you know, it's just, it's just, some of this is just common sense. So part of it's cybersecurity, really, part yeah. of it's IT, but part of it's also policy. Part of it's yeah. also diplomacy. When you were at Treasury, how did you, you know, controlling the money system, protecting it, some of the work you did, I mean, how would you think about a problem like this? Yeah, if a, uh, we'll take Colonial Pipeline for a second, right? So mm-hmm. attacked by a foreign set of actors, maybe, maybe not with the permission yeah. or authority of a nation state. But how Treasury isn't going to protect a pipeline. That's not their job. But Treasury does deal with the money supply. Treasury does deal with, you know, currencies, in this case, cryptocurrency. There's some level of, uh, of, of, of ownership or control yeah. there. Right. How would you as a policymaker, Combis, think about this? Recognizing you're not the you're not the person on the keyboard saying okay, okay, Colonial Pipeline or or it really doesn't matter. Pick your target of choice. This is what you need to do from a cybersecurity perspective. But but how does the government look at that from a policy perspective and think through that problem in helping the American companies? No, that that's an excellent question. So I mean, Treasury is the lead when it comes to the financial sector. Um, you know, they they. Um, you know, especially on the and sort of, you know, not only the U.S., but sort of global financial critical infrastructure, right? So any sort of touch points with the financial sector, uh, Treasury is often sort of the lead agency and sort of tasked with, um, you know, uh, identifying the problem, collaboration, sharing with, with say, members of the, the ISACs, right? So we have like the information sharing yep. um, and analysis centers in, in, in different industries and one we have on financial services. So they have this ISAC and, 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 um, you know, I think in terms of policy, it's, you know, and then you talk, you, you mentioned ransomware, you, you mentioned crypto. What is it like some over 90%, maybe more now of uh, sort of ransomware attacks? Um, you know, they, they, they ask for crypto, you know, currency, right, Bitcoins, yes. they paid it in, right. and Bitcoins because it's easy. Beats a sack of cash and, under and, the, uh, under the park bench. Uh, uh, <laughs> when you're continent yeah, away. Yeah, it definitely, it definitely does. Although, you know, there's, there's sort of that, you know, uh, back and forth on whether sort of cryptocurrency is like truly anonymous right. in nature. And I, and yeah. I, I would sort of caution, I would say that it's more pseudo anonymous because, you know, they're able to, uh, identify and, and trace kind of the origins and kind of where, where money is. Well, spent. in a colonial so pipeline, like they it, did. They pulled, really, what was it, 80 right. some percent? They did, exactly. 80 yeah, some percent came some, back? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, a, a colonial. So. So, yeah. So, you know, I think, you know, these these agencies who are sort of the lead on that particular critical infrastructure, say transportation on obviously transportation, uh, you know, critical infrastructure sector, uh, you know, um, are, are doing what they need to do, which is, again, I think a lot of it comes down to they're seeing, you know, they, they're plugged into like treasury is plugged into a lot of the financial institutions, um, you know, information, threat, threat intelligence, share, you know, sharing. And so they're trying to sort of, you know, be able to, uh, you know, quickly get at and share sort of that information about say other companies in, in this, in this space that, you know, have experience and they could really, they can, they can share that information with the government and the government can basically, you know, provide that information through alerts uh, to, you know, to the other sort of, you know, financial institutions or the financial sector companies. Um, when it comes to sort of policies, you know, I think, you know, looking at it from sort of a, a holistic 
uh, lens is more, you know, I think what we, we tend to do is, you know, when I, again, when I was, when I was in government, when I was at treasury, um, obviously I'm not there now, but, you know, looking at, um, you know, looking at coming up with sort of, you know, maybe solutions, but coming up with like, how can we, um, uh, better, uh, you know, help and, and, and collaborate with, with, with our, uh, you know, with, with the financial critical infrastructure, our global community, our regulators, our other regulators, right. um, businesses, you know, just, just to have, again, I feel like a lot of this, a lot of the, the issues, the, the challenges, the pain points come from the, from the data and, and data sharing and, and yes. collaboration is not optimal. It, it, you know, we're nowhere right. near it should, where right. it should be. Do you, do you feel there's a task you force and, and maybe, you know, maybe you don't know, but I mean, is there a no. task force at Treasury that, that, that's focused on ransomware, that's focused on, well, I mean, I, you know, from what we've read publicly, yeah. they are focused on cryptocurrency, yeah. but right. hey, this is our yeah. role in this ransomware challenge that the world is going through. This is what we can do. I mean, Absolutely. Is, is yeah. there a group working that? The government, yeah, the government is, is not, there's no shortage of, of task forces, right? In the federal government. So we've, <laughs> we've been in this space. So there's, there, uh, I guarantee you there is a task force on ransomware at Treasury, um, perhaps even within the White House. I mean, this, this has just, again, grown exponentially over the, yeah. over the past two years, I would say. And so, no, there is. I mean, there was, it would think it was publicly reported a few days ago and, in, uh, in, in the Wall Street Journal and the Washington Post and how Treasury is sort of contemplating uh, sanctions on ransomware operators, um, and it will it will you know feed off of the recommendations that this task force puts together. So there is there is a lot of sort of um, intra agency within within the department. Um, you know, Treasury is just this this you know it's just a, a, has a phenomenal mission. It, you know, connects with um, so many other you know federal agencies, federal, state, local, international, and then also you know we have like the Bureau of Financial Crimes and Enforcement Network. Which FinCEN that sort of promulgates regulations on actually, I mean, we talked about crypto, but on crypto, on sort of you know t- technology innovation as it as it pertains to uh, the financial sector and, and critical infrastructure. So um, you know, working with them, you know, they have um, you know very strong, very smart cyber. I mean, I've learned I've learned so much from just you know one like one hour conversation with with uh with a friend of mine over at Finson um than I had in like you know a month of like you know working elsewhere I mean just they have they have so much talent and expertise to kind of offer and they're and they're leveraging that but it's a small it's it's not as if like it's this you know when you're thinking about the hundreds of trillions of dollars I don't even know the exact of money just flowing through our financial system and and all of the um, you know, ransomware operators, they're, they're targeting this because that's where a lot of them, I mean, that's where all the, fi- all the money, all the money is going, all the money is flowing. And, um, and they just, and so, um, you know, but it's a small, it's a small group, you know, it's a small group at, at sort of treasury that's, you know, that's really, um, powering this, this, uh, this work and, and, um, and this really important work. And so I think, um, you know the the collaboration I think that we'll need to have and hopefully we'll have with with the private sector, um, you know through these um, you know either consortiums or through these you know public private partnerships I think are are critical um, like the JCBC which was just recently announced with it's from CISA, um, yeah yeah because I mean the, the the riches are there right the target of these ransomware 
I'll call them gangs, groups, whatever you want to call them, organizations. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there's no yeah. question that the treasure Criminal. is yeah. there, as we used to say, right? The target, right. it's it's there. Yeah. So, so what, what do they have? Well, they've got they've got investment money. They probably have political air cover. They've got their infrastructure, and then their people. I, I do think treasury and, yeah. the, and the government has a role in in that political air cover dealing with that. You can't operate within Russia without without consequence, right? Or, or whatever right. the country may be. Yes. Um, but yes. also looking at, you know, where is the money source? How are they getting their money and what are they right. doing? And then finally, as we saw with some operations out there, you know, going after their infrastructure, taking that offline. Um, but it's guaranteed to come back. So. so there is that sort of cyber. Yeah, there is that sort of cyber offensive. You know, there's that sort of debate and whether or not you want to sort of empower say their companies or agencies. I don't know if you were necessarily going in that direction, but sort of yes. empowering right. them. I, I wouldn't want commercial companies, cyber, yeah. but the U.S. I know, government. You always say that, Eric. Yeah, I mean, I mean, <laughs> I wrote, I wrote a whole. I hope I don't want to get into I wrote a whole, like law review. <laughs> exactly. I wrote I wrote a law review article on like hacking back and like the the constitutionality of it, and that was so many years ago. But um, I, I need to like um, I need to find it and like review it, but. Uh, and see if it still holds true today. But um, yeah, I think I think there's there's definitely that that part of it. Um, gosh, I, f- I forget what I was going to say when you were um, we were talking about sort of ransomware. But um, yeah, I just you know it's uh, it's it's a it's a big issue, and it's something that it's just it's so it becomes personal too, right? So my my um, uh, you know my my parents had you know have a small had a small business. They had a book business. And, uh, you know, they had a couple of locations and I was sort of their IT guy. And, and, um, you know, as a kid, I would just, you know, like play with computers and, and like open things up and see how they work and try to put them to back, put them back together, but, but horribly and like mess it up. And, um, and, uh, and so, you know, I'll never forget, like I'm actually in the treasury building. Um, this was like, I don't know, 2013, 2014. And my parents call me up and I'm in DC, you know, my parents are in California and that's where their business is. And they call me up and they say, you know, what do you know about rans- ransomware, like ransom? And I'm like, I don't, what, what are you talking about? And they were, they, they, they suffered, they experienced a ransomware attack. Really? And it was, it wasn't, yeah, yeah. And it was, it wasn't, it wasn't super sophisticated. It was, was actually, this? 2013? Um, I wouldn't say it was, this was 2013, 2014 wow. in the beginning. Yeah. Before, I mean, I had just joined treasury. Um, I, I was working on the Hill before for a center 11 and then I came over to treasury and I, I, I wasn't, you know, the, this I'm, I'm by no means, even now I'm not the cybersecurity expert. I'm not the, you know, I just, I was, um, you know, one of the first things that I was, I was tasked to do for treasury, which was like to, for, for then my boss, uh, then secretary Lou was put together a memo, kind of explain kind of what, like he was getting, you know, he was getting asked about sort of our, what is our sort of, what is our take? What is our policy position say on cryptocurrency? And then also these ransomware attacks were starting to like appear, um, you know, very small, small right. scale. They weren't sort of these, like, you know, like we're seeing with colonial and others, um, and so, you know, putting together sort of this, you know, nothing sophisticated, just more of an informational memo for the secretary, but for the department on kind of what this is, how does it work? So I just became really, I, I just like immersed myself into this. Mm-hmm. And then lo and behold, like, you know, a few weeks or a few months later, I don't know the exact timeline, but my parents, you know, had a ransomware attack in, in their business. And, and it wasn't as if like they weren't using the sort of or, you know, they weren't applying their software patches or things like this. No, because I'm the IT guy. So I always made sure that everything was up to date and was, you know, uh, was, was secure as best it could be, right. you know, again, with my limited 
IT capabilities, and uh, and we were able to we were able to to to, to get it from under uh, these ransomware operators because we had sort of a backup. But we awesome. we I mean we lost out. I mean it was like our our business was down for like you know two or three days. Wow. I I flew back to you know to California to see if I can figure it because I couldn't do it remotely because I couldn't log in remotely anymore. I had a remote access before. But because of the ransomware, it just everything locked, was locked up everything. Right. I couldn't, you know, everything was locked. And so it, it took me, I was just going on, um, you know, uh, virtual sort of chat forums, you know, online, online forums, uh, chatting with people, you know, with the experts and seeing kind of, you know, and, and sort of the white hackers and, and, uh, and those who ha- had some understanding of how, mal- how, you know, ransomware works. And just, we, we came up with this, like, you know, Again, rudimentary, basic sort of solution that worked. In the end, it worked, yeah. but it was all this time. It was like concerned that you know all of this this data, you know, the files. Let's just say files that my parents had would be compromised. Would be, I mean, would be not compromised, but would be you know uh, kept from them, and they would never have access to it. And um, they were only asking for like. I don't know, a couple of Bitcoin. It wasn't, it wasn't like a big Bitcoin ask. Bitcoin was cheap was in 2013. From what I, yeah, <laughs> it was, it was cheap. Exactly. And I, you know, and again, I'm a little fuzzy on the, on the dates. It could have been 2014 or, but it was like in the, my first year or two at treasury. And, um, and so we just decided not to pay them. I because was going we to just ask, like, well, did you pay one? Them? There's no yeah. guarantee. Yeah. yeah. There was no, no, because there was no guarantee. First of all, that we would get the information back. I right. mean, I, I don't know. I, how do I trust these, right. you know, criminals? That's what I think of them. I don't right. know. There's another word for them. And, uh, and, and then also, uh, they might ask for more, you know, you right. give them some and they're like, okay, you have money. Let's, let's ask for more. And we were, I was just able to fix that, apply that fix. Um, you know, and, and, and we had a backup, you know, we had, we had this like, you know, and, and it wasn't as if like, you know, we're backing up to the cloud. We backed up to some, you know, again, this is like basic, right. like rudimentary, not sophisticated. So I, so IT. I have a couple I mean, questions. What, I, what do I know about IT? Booksellers, yeah, right? How many stores? Yeah. So we had okay, five. five stores we in California. Five, you, you're making a stores. decent income. California. Took your income offline for a while. Yeah. And you couldn't order inventory or anything it else. Did. So impacting your business, right? We couldn't order. Impacting who'd you our call business. on exactly. the who'd you call on the the government side? Like did you call the police? Government did you side. call the FBI? What do you what do yeah. you do? How do you think through yeah. that? Is there like yeah. a law enforcement? While you're playing yeah. new IT I person. Mean, look, yeah. Right. New IT person. No, that's that's an excellent question. So I mean I'm obviously I'm at Treasury, so I'm working with I'm working with, you know, uh, with, with, uh, with, with the, uh, you know, folks like, like, you know, you mentioned sort of the FBI with like treasury right. sort of our, you know, Intel groups, I'm working with them. So definitely did mention, did tell them. Um, and it wasn't like, there wasn't this sort of like formal, like, okay, well we can help you, uh, send us whatever information you can yeah. and we will do this. It was more like, Oh, that's, I'm so sorry for <laughs> that's you. That's a bad day, that's, Rachel. That's <laughs> awful. And it was, it was, but I don't want to, I don't want to like, you know, I don't want to like, like criticize that. Well, I don't want to criticize that. It was, again, this was like early stages. This was in like right. the first years. What is right. ransomware? What is like, I don't know. Was it, was it one? I think one a cry was later, but it was one of these. Like, yeah. One a cry really was like 20. Name. I want to say it was 2016, May of 2016. Yeah. 2015, 2016. Yeah. No, it wasn't want to cry. It was, it was, yeah, but it was like one of these, like, I don't know, something like whatever, some crazy name. And, 
And, uh, and, and so like, you know, and, and they're just, you know, and, and government, you know, they were just, they're sort of still getting up to speed. And you're in the inner, kind inner of circle essentially. Ransomware. And I'm, a, I'm in the, right. I wouldn't say like in the inner, inner circle, like I'm, well, like, you're you talking know, to I'm, the I'm FBI the and DHS. I'm just, you know, I'm policy. I am, I am, I'm talking to my counterparts, um, because I, I really want to help my parents, like, you know, figure out what to do. Right. And it's just more, you know, this is just awful, you know, it's horrible and, and, um, and yeah, I mean, you very could you can go to sort of an external, very empathetic well, and you could go to say an external, it, it, I mean, you know, again, it, it, in hindsight, looking back and, and hopefully in the future, I think what I would like to see, and again, I don't know if this is something that even like, you know, maybe it exists now, but with, with these sort of, you know, ransomware attacks on the rise, like even doing sort of like a, a, a public sort of a campaign or something through, especially through these critical, I mean, book, a book business is not a critical infrastructure, but some of these other say like utility companies or, you know, whatnot, small business, small, but you, you could know, have been a small meat packer. You could have been a small electric right. utility. I, small I would, I would argue back been. then. I yeah. I don't think the, I, yeah. I don't think it would have been materially different. Like, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm calm I mean, I electric shop. The technical, the I'm calling you yeah. in the FBI yeah. here. Help me yeah. out. I, I don't see that happening. So, so let me ask a follow on yeah. question, which I know Rachel is yeah, dying to ask, but yeah. I'm going to ask it anyway. It's 2021. Yeah. If the same thing happened today, mm-hmm. do you feel you would get a different response from the U S government? Do you think you would have different outlets to, to go and, and try to seek help? I think, I think, yeah. I think I think I we would I would see more outlets and I have seen more outlets. There's definitely more outlets to help. There's more of a uh, process. Uh, what's the right word? Not process, but just there's a more sort of a uh, certainly awareness. Like, there's a there's a way right. awareness, and um and 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 so I think I think yes, but I do think that we still have uh, quite a ways yeah. to go yes. in terms of kind of making this more. Uh, you know, sort of a, a seamless kind of, ex- but, but be able to have this, like, you know, I'm a small business. I'm like that small meat packing plant or facility. And I've experienced this and I know right away who I need to call, who I need to email, who could help me provide me with some sort of technical assistance mm-hmm. or guidance of some sort. But, but it's, it's complicated, right? I mean, it's just, it, it's, I, that's, sort of the ideal scenario situation, but, but, uh, you know, think about how many ransomware attacks happen across the U S every day. Well, exactly. Um, I don't know if there's any sort of study or, but there could right. be, you know, a, a ten, say thousands of these attacks. Well, there's, and, and they're so, certainly growing, you know, government is, right. and they're certainly growing and, and, and government is limited when it comes to resources and staffing. And, um, but that's, that's still no excuse. I think there's still could be, um, and should be a, a more uh, coordinated, a more sort of, you know, a, again, just a, a some sort of, I don't know, call. Well, center. you can you go. Know, call them up. Like, hey. So, so I just looked yeah. it up quickly on the show, during the show. You can go to FBI.gov. No. Yeah. Yeah. If you type in yeah. ransomware and FBI, first of all, you get a whole bunch of vendor links from Google. Thank you. Bing would probably do the same thing. Yeah. Uh, but you can go to the <laughs> FBI.gov website on ransomware and it says contact the local field, FBI field office. Or submit a tip online, or you can file a report with the FBI's yeah. Internet Crime Complaint Center, IC3. I don't know where that goes. I don't, I don't know how seriously it's taken. I, I mean, I think, if yeah. You're, yeah. I think if you're Colonial Pipeline and the president starts reaching out and saying, hey, we've got a problem, what are we going to do about it? It's Absolutely. different than 
yeah, something that doesn't hit the parent price. I think if you're a small mom and pop, yeah, if you're if you're if you're like a small like a small business, um, say you're maybe even in the critical infrastructure sector, but maybe you're not. Um, I don't know how comfortable you're going to be to to reach out to the FBI, like local field office, and and want to report right. this. You know, they're they're that's that alone is uh, not not everyone is is going to be comfortable doing that. So um, could be that if it's if it's not say FBI, maybe CISA, you know, could be empowered to to play a role here. Now, obviously, they're they're more focused on sort of the bigger picture and 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 you know, in, in infrastructure. Um, than they would be in sort of the mo- small mom and pop business that faces a cybersecurity attack. But I think there could be some uh, more of a, I don't know, maybe like a, a civilian agency that could could maybe mm-hmm. take the, say, maybe even Treasury could, you right. know, it, it might be more of a, um, again, I don't know what the the right word is here, but it just, it, it would, it, I think would um, uh, be more conducive to, to people reaching out and feeling comfortable or just submitting a, com- I mean, submitting a complaint, um, you know, maybe they could set up some sort of portal, some system where, um, you know, businesses that kind of face these, again, it's not one event that happens one time and then that's it. It'll happen right. multiple well, times. It, it strikes me that, that if business. you're a local bookshop, you know, books retailer yeah. and somebody breaks yeah. your window, steals some books or steals your cash register drawer, you call the local police. The local police will deal with it. And, yes. you know, I don't know what the probability of success is, but I, I, I bet it's relatively high. Like the police will do something about it. They'll take a report. You file an insurance. You go through that right. process. If somebody locks up all your systems via ransomware, I don't know. What, what happens, Rachel? You, you file a report with the IC3. You, you call the FBI. I don't think the local sheriff's office is going to know what to do much. I mean, maybe they'll take a report and you can file an insurance no. claim, but you're still dealing with interruption of operations. You're dealing with potentially customer data loss. And and the larger the organization, yes. I mean, let's let's extrapolate that out to, you know, the, an electric utility or an oil and gas or a critical manufacturer, whatever it may be. We're, I don't think we're quite there yet. But, you know, we're, we are seeing more progress. I mean, we've no, got the new executive yeah. order um, from the, from uh, you know, the executive yeah. branch. Combis, what right. do you think? Yeah. No, I, I agree. I mean, if, if we're, t- I, I agree. I think, you know, but I think, you know, looking at sort of the, the perspective from the small business, right? The small business wants to just get the problem fixed. Yeah. Yes. They want quickly to get at, gain, regain access to their system. Um, so what's the sort of quick fix solution and, you know, uh, filing a, a police report and, and all of that is, is fine and great. Um, but that's not really going to solve the, the, the problem or the challenge, which is how do I get, how do I regain access to my exactly. system, to my data? Right. So it's more of a, uh, sort of a law enforcement side. Yes. But it also, we, I think what, what, what is needed is more of a, um, here's like, here's technical assistance. Here's guidance. Here's support that we have that the government can offer to help some of these small businesses because they can't afford to take their, um, you know, assist uh, to to hire, um, name your cybersecurity vendor company, uh, to, to help them. These, these small businesses just don't have, don't have that, um, you know, capability, uh, to do that. Um, now obviously the, the bigger companies, the JBSs and the colonials, yes, I mean, they, they can, they can afford it and they have, 
they have that ability. But um, it's just it's a complicated it's a complicated situation. But I think I, I'm I'm um, I'm hopeful because I think there's a lot more attention and awareness, as you said before, um, being paid to sort of this 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 um, this space. And I think that's important for just everyone's kind of awareness and and how it can kind of lead to you know it, it led to sort of the executive order right on on right. cyber which which i think is you know um pretty ambitious i think it's you know it could be uh you know very effective and and, and lead to you know improved you know some some security standards and and, and security performance right if if it's done right. i think it'll, it'll lead to some it, regulatory um, yeah type of requirements right and and theoretically the government's going to provide yeah. some additional funding to critical infrastructure sectors to help them out. Yes. But right. With your background and, you know, I mean, the, the White yeah. House, Congress, Treasury, and, 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 you know, all the organizations you've worked with, yeah. you know, what's, what's their yeah. perspective? The alphabet soup of government agencies. Yeah. <laughs> I was saying the alphabet I soup mean, of government agencies. Yes. Basically all. Well, yeah, all you of really have. Work, I mean, yeah. what's, what's the perspective yeah. you've yeah. seen on, on things like deterrence, right? Because you can deal with it after the fact. You know, this is how the government, the, right. the government's going to help you as an organization. But if we look at something like deterrence, how, what's the role of the government in preventing it from happening in the first place? You're, you're, you're a bookseller in California. Right. The fact that the, you know, we've got some organized crime group in, in, I don't know, in, in Russia reaching into your, into yeah. your, your coffers, into your systems. Not a lot you can do about that, right? That's a, that's a national, the local police aren't doing anything about mm. that. So what's, what are your thoughts or what, what do you see on deterrence yeah. from the government? Like getting ahead of it almost. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely there's, you know, there's global sort of, you know, cybersecurity communities, uh, you know, regulators say in the, right. in the, in the critical infrastructure states to say that, you know, uh, regulators that, that work on, uh, you know, uh, cyber sort of, you know, I would say standards, but just in enforcement, um, you know, internationally, right? So there are those sort of engagement at the sort of, you know, highest levels of our government with, with other, with other governments. Now, oftentimes that engagement is with our, you with, you know, is mostly with our allies. And we right. would think that our allied governments are not the ones that are actually, you know, launching these, 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 uh, cyber attacks against our critical infrastructure, um, which is correct for the most part, you know, um, but, but at the same time, it's, it's those, uh, not, not so allied governments that are, uh, you know, uh, allowing, creating a, a space for, um, you know, maybe, uh, non-state actors in the sense that they're not directly tied to the government, but the government is not really doing anything to clamp down on all of these, uh, ransomware operators or, you know, uh, cyber criminals that are operating from that country. So it does, it does require a lot of, you know, I think, Again, uh, many, many, you know, levels above sort of my pay, you know, my pay grade, but, um, having those conversations with, with our counterparts, um, and not all, you know, in those forums, in those settings, um, that could, you know, uh, really get at the heart of this, which is the, you know, um, yes, these cyber attacks have grown f more frequent. Um, they've been, um, you know, some of them have been state sponsored. Um, you know, and, and there needs to be, uh, some, some level, some accountability, some, you know, uh, enforcement, uh, capability, you know, 
Treasury, we were talking about Treasury before, you know, they have the sanctions authority, right? So they have the ability to, to sanction these, these governments and these, these, these operators. Um, but I think as you and I were talking before, uh, part of the problem is the attribution piece, right? It's really hard to attribute who these attack, where these, these attacks are coming from and by who. So you can't just sanction, uh, say an entire country or sanction, you know, uh, an entity without really having the, the, proof or if you will but they could put um, regulation in but, place to um, to monitor yeah. all cryptocurrency payments i mean there, there are things they could do proactively yes. i'm not the lawyer here so maybe maybe they can't yeah. but right. i yeah. mean they do it with banks right there's some like yeah. if you could monitor like make they it difficult it to get to, to that treasure reporting. yes Right, that, that money, that right. reward, yes. because we're, we keep seeing it grow. Yes. Right, number of attacks, the the, the cost yes. of attacks, it's yes. growing, and it's only growing because the benefit out, outweighs the cost, the risk. Yeah, it's actually. I mean, you you raise a really good point. It's something that I really hadn't thought of until you just said it. And it's you know, we do have that. I mean, we have you know regulations say on on financial institutions that if you say deposit, you know, say over ten thousand right. dollars into your account. There's a, you know, so there's a, there's a report, there's a filing, um, they call them the suspicious activity reports. And, and what has happened though, and, and unfortunately, again, if that's the right word is that just, you know, banks have gotten into the habit of just filing those for the sake of just meeting that require that regulatory requirement without having the suspicion that, Hey, this is actually a legitimate transaction, but they'll just file it anyway to have some sort of uh, you know, um, liability protection okay. or something, you know, which again, legally wise, it doesn't necessarily mean, but could they, I was thinking of that because could they, as you're saying, like sort of, you know, uh, be able to mandate or sort of require, uh, you know, with, with cryptocurrency transactions, say, um, I don't even, I mean, this is, this is something definitely for, for, uh, counsel for, you know, oftentimes the way that sort of regular, and I've, I've worked on, uh, regulations and working with like our office of general counsel at treasury and, um, and with the interagency and, and it comes down to, okay, here's the problem. Here's this, here's what we're trying to solve for. Uh, could we do it within our existing authorities, um, that say treasury has or the department has, um, if we cannot, we would have to obviously go to Congress and get some, you know, change, change of the law, essentially. Yeah. Uh, you know, regular change of the law essentially, but there are, there are, Broad powers that the government has, as you know, as we all know, that, that these agencies have that could could in fact fashion some sort of regulation um, around cryptocurrency payments. Because I think I think you're right in a sense that um, they it's all it all comes down to the source of funds and the transfer of funds, money. You know, these ransomware operators wouldn't be operating. I mean, they're they're doing it for money. Exactly. You know, they're doing it to 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 get. Uh, you know, so. Uh, it's it's something to be to be thought. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure that task force at Treasury and others in, in the government are sort of thinking about this. But at the same time, you don't want to you know, we, we don't want to sort of stifle. And I we always you know, you hear this oftentimes everybody kind of says it, but it's true. And, and we work in the sort of innovation space. Right. You don't want to stifle innovation with with sort no, of just complex crime. and burdens. Just stifle crime. Right. Over That's all I need. Crime. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, and I think, yeah, but I mean, you need to have to the prove data that it's crime to, versus this, innovation this work. It's, you know, to pr prove that it's crime mm. versus innovation or it's, you know, and I think a lot of this is something that could be sort of uh, corrected or fashion kind of, uh, uh, now I think is sort of the, the volunteer, you know, the, the information, right? So a lot of these agencies 
who have the responsibility for for overseeing critical infrastructure they they often rely on information that is voluntarily shared so this it's infrequent you know it's not it's not this frequency of data sharing that we that we need to have greater like situational awareness so could we could we have those those um those companies that kind of that are that are that are working in sort of a, the critical infrastructure sector to require them to share more and for, you know, like rather than it being sort of a voluntary basis, because these, these, um, these, uh, these, these attacks, you know, uh, companies, you know, will get, the, you know, will face them. And, and oftentimes it's just, they go unreported, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I think we need to have a, a, you know, a, a mechanism or, you know, a solution in place where uh, you have to have, we have to have reporting requirements, particularly for ransomware. You know, we don't know, we may not understand kind of, you know, where they're coming from or how many, and we don't, we don't have like an understanding of how many attacks right. are happening because, because companies are not informing uh, those, those federal agencies of, of these attacks. So I think that's at a minimum, we need to have, well, I think there's a multi, and, and there's I'm a multifaceted solution yeah. to this growing and more costly problem yeah. that, that we definitely need as a, right. as a nation, as a, as a globe, right? A global economy to spend more time on. Yes. Yeah. Rachel? Yeah. Yeah. It's a digital economy. It's all interconnected. Yeah. Everything we, you know, here, there. It's, yeah, it's, it's almost like the, uh, you know, the, the old days when there were pirates on the seas and you were trying to get your, your cargo from somewhere. You had to avoid the pirates because it was just a tax on the yeah. system. Right. So we need a digital Navy. Yeah. I love that. I love Disney. that. I should, I should bring free that Free rights to, and uh, license. Just give me a little attribution if you will. <laughs> free to use that. <laughs> he's a, he's we a need a digital Navy so to I, uh, protect the American yeah, citizens from Navy. ransomware pirates. I'm going to tell him that. You right. got it. I'm going to tell him that. I'm going to tell him that. Exactly that. And, I'll <laughs> and he'll say, who the heck is Eric? You got to listen to the podcast. So Rachel, why don't you take us home though? Sure, sure. Oh, I'm so sad. I, I, this is such a great conversation. Um, well, Thomas, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. It's been such a such an interesting conversation. It's and it just kind of I think underscores the complexity here, right? I mean, there's there's clearly yeah. no easy path forward, and and we're we're obviously not going to unplug all of our systems and go back to kind of the Stone Age, you know, yeah, no. um, you know, the price of progress. So it's it's great to be yeah. able to talk through these things, um, you know, and, and kind of start. I, I think at some point we're going to unearth a, a path forward that's going to make sense for the time that we're in. And, and uh, you know, it, it just takes a lot of discussion. So thank you. Thank you so much for your time Absolutely. joining us today. Thomas, it was fascinating. Thank you. Thank you. And, uh, Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. And, and to all our listeners, thank you for joining us for this week's episode of To The Point. Um, as always, hit that uh, subscribe button, you know, just smash it down and get a fresh episode delivered to your email inbox every single Tuesday. Uh, and until next time, stay safe. Thanks for joining us on the To The Point Cybersecurity Podcast, brought to you by Forcepoint. For more information and show notes from today's episode, please visit www.forcepoint.com slash govpodcast. And don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts.